Hi everyone, this is the first of my weekly audio sermons and the topic is, is the Bible real? So my audience are young teenagers and um, when I minister to them generally, I always ask them the question, what year are we in? And I think that's where I got the idea for this sermon. And the goal is to establish that the Bible is real by validating an historical figure called Jesus Christ and to let him validate the scriptures. And my punchline will be at the end. Well, my style is to sort of use historical facts and scriptures to take you on a journey. So if there's an opportunity on the platform that you're listening to, to comment and message me, then by all means do so. And so let's get into it. My first message. Let me first begin by asking the question, what year are we in? The answer would be 2020, but 2020 years from what? Well, the years used to be referred to as AD 2020. AD meaning Anno Domini in Latin, the year of our Lord, and BC is before Christ. It's mainly used in the academic world now, in history books. Although it is now known that there were some miscalculations as to the year of the birth of Jesus, the whole world, for the sake of convenience, have adopted the Western world's Julian and Gregorian calendar today. To avoid naming Christ as Lord, BC is being replaced by BCE before the Common Era, and AD replaced with CE, common era but you still cannot explain the reckoning of BCE or CE without referring to Jesus Christ. BC is before Christ whether you believe in him or not. It's just as good as saying the nth year of the reign of Pharaoh whoever. It doesn't require you to believe in a particular Egyptian deity. Anyway, so this argument is just to say that Jesus is a real historical figure and that even the calendar that we use is based on the fact that he came. The history of Jesus is found in what we call today the Bible. This is a collection of books. It's not one big storybook written all at once. No, the first five books were written by Moses, which tells us how the world began. But he wasn't there. So how did he know? Well, that's why the scriptures are considered sacred by many religious groups as the inspired word from the creator. May I also suggest that it's not a Christian book, but it's a book or books written to mankind. It tells us how we got here, why we are in this mess, the solution to the problem, and how everything is going to end. So to continue, 
Jesus, who is a real part of world history, was prophesied in the scriptures that he would be born of a virgin, and he was. Isaiah 7:14 says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Then in Luke 1, 30-34, it says, Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, How can this happen? I am a virgin. We also see that Jesus quoted from the scriptures, which validates its existence. Luke 4, 17-21 The scroll of Isaiah the prophet was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scriptures you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. Wow! We see here that Jesus read from the scriptures, and this was found. In Isaiah 61, 1-2 The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favour has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. Jesus declares himself the fulfilment of that scripture. Also, the remains of the ark made by Noah in the account of Noah and the flood has been found, which validates the story of Noah and the ark. But Jesus referred to this phenomenon when he quoted from Matthew, in Matthew twenty-four thirty-seven to 39 it says, when the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's days. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realise what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Another scripture prophesying about his birth, it's in Isaiah 9, 67. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, 
the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So now the following scriptures become important when you read them, especially coming from Jesus. For instance, Matthew 6, 33, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. A sweet scripture, John three sixteen to 18 For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Jesus spoke a lot about his kingdom. In fact, the Jews at that time thought he was going to sit on the throne then. Jesus said that he was born a king and that he will return with a kingdom. I wouldn't bet against him. Revelation 22, 10-14 says, And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. So to conclude, and to answer the question, is the Bible real? Well, you can either believe that you evolved over billions of years to become a human, or that you were created by a supreme being who has told you the beginning and the end. Due to time restraints, I have given small but significant evidence of the validity of the Bible, quoted by a real historical figure who claimed to have the solution to our problems. We now have to believe the inspired word of God. If the predictions in the Bible about Jesus came to pass, then we know that the book of Revelation predicting his return is sure. So change the way you think which means to repent and believe.